Aloha, thank you for pressing play. Welcome to the Eating Curve Balls for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Mahoy, and your biggest fan when it comes to hitting those curveballs that life, sports, or parenting can throw you right out of the park. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. All right. Well, I just finished listening to Coach Jen Starkey talk with Elisa Live on Facebook today. We had some technical difficulties. So I didn't get to join them on the video, but I was there in the chat talking story with them a little bit that way. And um, Elisa is from mindandbody.me, and she talks a lot about women's health, about what's going on inside the athlete's body. That's what we focused on on this episode. So a lot of times we're looking at the physical, you know, external physical performance development growth, right? Like how much power is someone generating? Are they getting faster? Are they getting stronger? Are they getting more skilled at this or that? And not too many of us really focus on what's going on inside the body as well. And some of us who do don't really, you know, do it enough probably. And so Lisa came on and she talked about all kinds of juicy details about what's going on within the body that can affect performance, that can affect energy, that can affect endurance, and so on and so forth, and and even emotions. And I know a lot of people who've coached boys versus girls always say that girls are so different, and I think, you know, that hormones and emotions thing is probably part of that. And so she dove into a little bit of that. Three things that stuck out to me from this particular live interview number one was about breathing number two was about stress cortisol and how that affects health wellness and performance number three was about caregivers moms teachers daycare people and um, what effect that has on human beings which is super interesting for me to hear So first, breathing. That stuck out to me because I've heard a number of high-level performers or mental performance coaches or just coaches in general talk about breathing. And whether it's the power of taking that deep cleansing breath in order to kind of reset and get yourself into a better state of mind, or they're talking about the importance of proper breathing and how in our society this day and age there's so much going on there's so much input there's so many things that we can you know be affected by or that we see on any given day and a lot of what's going on around us has some shock value right whether it's headlines or a cool video or a post on social media or something that we saw on the internet um something that a friend or family member is telling us, what have you, the things that capture our attention a lot of times are are things that have a little bit of shock factor or, oh, my goodness, or, oh, wow, or, oh, my goodness, wow, did you see that? And And all of those kinds of reactions actually interrupt our normal, natural breathing pattern and, you know, breathing um, timing and how we execute a breath, and so on and so forth. And I've heard people talk about how the interruption of that natural breathing pattern 
causes problems within our body. Like it doesn't allow the oxygen to get to where it needs to go. And without the oxygen, the cells aren't functioning at their highest level. And if the cells aren't functioning and doing their jobs well, that means that it's affecting our health, our wellness, our emotions, our mental state, everything, right? And without that piece in place, obviously that's going to affect performance. And so super interesting to hear her mention breathing. And then the second thing was about cortisol and how detrimental it is to have that constantly in our body. This day and age, we're so stressed out, right? There's so much people talking about stress. Coach Jenny even talked about how when she goes to clinics and she asks kids to write down what are, you know, five or six things they feel, you know, on, on a weekly basis, like what are five or six things that are constants and stress is one of them. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't even know the level of stress that I was living with until I got essential oils. I started using them. My favorites were the calming ones right off the bat. Lavender, calming blend, grounding blend, frankincense, right? All these are very calming, very soothing to the emotions. Grounding kind of gets you into a less stressed state of being, right? And I didn't even realize until I kind of ran out of my favorite ones and then had to wait for my order to come in. And during that time, I noticed I was just thinking and feeling like, wow, why is my, I, my fuse feel so short? I have no patience whatsoever. Where did my patience go? What's going on? And then when my oils came in, I realized, oh, man, I've been out of these for about, you know, 10 to 14 days. And that's about the time frame during which I've been feeling like, what the heck is going on? Like, why do I have no patience whatsoever? Like, why can't I just relax and calm down and, you know, and then I realized, too, I was like, wow, this was probably my natural, like, not natural. This was probably, like, my normal before, this short fuse, this lack of patience. That's probably how things always were, but I never even noticed because it was so normal. It was so every day, and I didn't know any different until I actually got to experience something else for a while. And then the contrast between the two was just mind-blowing to me. It was like, oh, my goodness, we are living with so much stress. And we don't even realize it half the time because it's just our normal everyday state of being. And that was like super eye-opening for me. And she talked about how being in that state of stress releases cortisol into the body. And that just wreaks all kinds of havoc. It's bad for so many reasons. It most definitely affects health, wellness, and performance. And um, you'll see if you watch the video, if you go to Coach Jen's page, you'll, and hopefully I can grab the link and post it in the show notes here, but you'll see... um, you know, the thing that I took away from that part of the video and what I realized. And I'm so thankful that she came on and got to share this perspective. And then third, the third thing that stood out to me was how she was saying like, you know, moms or caregivers um, could be dads too, maybe daycare, daycare providers, babysitters, teachers, even probably even coaches where we're looking after other people and, you know, trying to help them learn and grow and so on. But she said that it's it's been, I guess it was, I don't, I don't know the details, but she was just saying that these people, these caregivers tend to age quicker, age faster than everyone else. And I was like, oh my goodness, my mom is always mistaken for my sister. Even me and my sister and my mom can be all out together and they think we're all sisters. My mom looks so young and I'm like, this is, you know, awesome. I'm going to be just like my mom. And I think that I actually have aged more than she did at this particular stage of life. But anyway, and Facebook constantly tags my mom in my pictures. Like, do I really look 
that old or does she really look that young or you know what's going on and so when, when Elisa said that moms tend to age faster than like other people I mean my mom is a mom too but I have a significant amount you know significantly more children than she has so I feel like each child like speeds up the process even more right? and so that's I think like I accelerate and what I hope is um, in this quote-unquote faster aging is hopefully there's some wisdom that comes along with that too, right? That develops a little bit quicker, hopefully. Um, I, I distinctly remember actually one time we went to this chiropractor and he was talking with us, you know, and he was like, he said that quote about um, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And we're like, oh yeah, you know, cool, cool, whatever. And he was like, I'm just curious though. I'm, I'm kind of wondering, why did you need seven teachers? And I was like, what? Because we had seven kids at the time. And I was like, what are you talking about is like we don't need seven teachers we're just blessed to have seven kids you know I didn't even think like that I didn't think of my kids as my teachers at that time and now that I have eight kids you know since then I've completely <laughs> rethought that whole thing and I am absolutely certain that I needed all eight teachers and I had so much to learn and but I have to tell you I'm so thankful for the tremendous number of opportunities I have to learn from my kids Every single day, I have so many opportunities for growth, and um, sometimes it's a bit mind-boggling, but I welcome it, and I am so thankful for all those opportunities, and that's why when parents come and they're, like, frustrated about a situation, like, oh, my goodness, I'm at my wits, and I don't know what to do. I've tried everything. My kids just won't learn. They don't get it. They, they're not listening to anything I'm saying, and I just feel like, like, okay, stop. Take a deep breath. Forget about all of that. And what I want you to think about is, what is the lesson for you? What are you supposed to learn from what's going on here? And I have discovered, at least for me, may not be true for you, maybe it is. You get to find out for yourself, right? I have discovered, at least for me, that if I stop and flip it around and look at it from that perspective perspective of, Rather than ranting and raving about, oh, my goodness, my kid, how come they can't learn? What, how many times do I have to talk? Like, you know, nothing I do is working. They just don't get it, and they just won't learn this. And going off about what they have to do and what they have to change and what they have to learn, and then turn it around and stop all that, forget it. Turn it, not necessarily forget it, but stop focusing so much there. Turn it all around, flip it on me, and go, what is my lesson in this situation? What is it that I can learn? How can I do better? And then I focus most there, right? Control your controllables. I can't, I can't control what my kid decides to learn or take in or embrace or do next. I don't get to have that much control over their life. I, I hope that I'm an influence, right? And part of that, though, is my relationship, relationship and connection. We can go into that later. But in situations like this, I have gotten much better at stopping and going, what is here for me to learn? What is the lesson for me? How can I do better? What can I do differently? Um, How can I learn and grow from this opportunity? And when I focus on that and I work on me and I work on doing better myself, oftentimes what I see is that my child does better too, without me even having to nag or push or talk about it or lecture them or, you know, just try to hammer it into them. Like, I don't think we realize how much our children are learning from our example. And when we were growing up, It was always like, do what I say, not what I do. And I get it because like being the change is super hard. Being everything you hope your child would be 
is ridiculously hard because that means you're being your absolute best all the time. And it's definitely worth aiming for, but it's hard. It's really hard to be at your best all the time in all these different areas of life that you want your kids to learn about. But it is also so powerful, so, so powerful. There's so much nonverbal communication going on between us, whether we realize it or not, whether they realize it or not. They're picking up so much just from how we choose to show up, how we choose to be, how we choose to respond, um, you know, the thoughts and the perceptions that we choose to have and where we choose to focus that affects everything. And I truly believe that we are our most powerful parenting asset how we choose to be, who, you know, how we choose to show up, how we choose to respond, how we choose to think about things, how we choose to focus our thoughts, our time, our energy. All of that matters so much and is so powerful. And it's so much less stressful when you just focus on the things that you can control, right? Control your controllables, focus on the things that you can change, what you can do, Think about things in ways that are more helpful, more positive, and then do the work. Be the change you want to see. And I have definitely seen without question that when I do better, my kids do better too. There's just, it's, it's just, that's just how it works out. And when I'm having a hard time and when I'm struggling with something and I'm impatient and I'm short-fused and I'm, you know, all these things, um, it most definitely affects my entire family and our entire household. Like my stuff that I have going on overflows into everything, right? And so I don't know if we realize like how much what we're doing and how we're being can influence those around us. And so my aim is to be so full of great stuff, right? Positive stuff, hope, love, peace, joy, patience, understanding, compassion, empathy, um, all that stuff, like fill myself up with that so that it overflows and spills over into everyone and everything I, everyone I meet, everything I do, everything I say, that's, that's my goal every single day. I don't always do it, right? I don't always get it right. I don't always hit that goal. Sometimes I fall way short of it, but it's still, for me, worth striving for. And I've always kind of been more of a lead by example kind of person rather than, you know, one that like barks at everyone, which might be surprising because you're currently listening to a podcast that I'm doing, which means that I'm talking to you. <laughs> but um, I've always been more of like, I'm just going to do the best that I can, put my head down, do what I make the adjustments I know I need to make, work my, work my butt off. And let that lead the way, like lead by example, right? And so I've totally adopted that with, you know, my kids and as a parent and even just within our family and relationships. It's like, I just want to do the very best I can and pour love into everyone around me and, you know, let things fall where they may from there. At the very least, I can look back and say that I handled things or I conducted myself in a way that I can be proud of. I showed love. I chose love in situations that might have been difficult. I'm not going to go back and regret that I said something because I'm saying stuff, you know, that isn't fueled by 
negative emotion hopefully most of the time I mean not always like sometimes like I said sometimes I don't get it perfect but I think when you come from that place right a lot of times where something is really important and and our knee-jerk reaction is to speak to our kids out of frustration out of anger out of like oh my goodness you have to like and just kind of give them all that emotion to kind of elicit an immediate response from them but I found that it's super helpful to get into a place of not so upsetness um not that negative emotion but like get more okay calm myself down get into a better frame of mind right be understanding be compassionate um and come from that place of love and respect and understanding and compassion and calm and patient and then communicate with them it makes it a lot easier for them to receive and actually want to hear and sometimes we opt for the thing that gives us the immediate result, not realizing that it's not, it's probably not the best long term. And that, you know, and gosh, with kids, it's like every day there's something, right? So, you know, you're just constantly in that state of high pressure, high pressure, high pressure. And they talked about this in the video today, and it just, it just solidified even more my determination to not use those kinds of tactics anymore right and to take a completely different approach because we're not in this for the short term with our kids we're in this for life like we want to be you know we want to do what's best for them for the long run and um it's interesting to me that like for sports we have like people talk about the 24-hour rule when a coach you know if you have something that you want to talk to coach about take 24 hours before you come up and address it after like an incident that was upsetting or what have you same with coaches and parents right if coaches upset about something they feel like they have to talk to a parent take 24 hours don't address it immediately take 24 hours let the emotions subside a little bit so that you can actually have more meaningful and effective communication um, when you finally do have that conversation and in these situations we're talking to another adult we're talking to someone that we may or may not care to have a lifelong relationship with. And we take that time to implement 24 hours or whatever we need to kind of make sure that we're not just speaking and making decisions out of, you know, fueled totally by emotion and, and nothing else. Um, negative emotion, I should say. And so I've taken that and implemented it with my family because I actually care about these people I actually want to have a lifelong solid relationship with them and with my kids it's like they're not even another adult right this is a child that I'm talking to and I have to be the adult in the equation not someone who's throwing a tantrum back at them right so and sometimes like I need 24 hours to get out of that frustrated irritated angry or fearful state like something happens and it's like boom like you know knee jerk is all this tension and negativity and I know I need time I don't want to speak to them from that place I want to pull myself together get myself under control first and then communicate with them right so I implement the 24-hour rule I'll be honest with you sometimes I know I need longer than 24 hours and I'll take 48 I will take 48 hours to get my stuff together to get my head right to get my heart right before I communicate with the people that I love most, my kids and my husband, right? That's super important to me. And so I took that concept from sports because I think it's a solid one 
and decided to apply it within my home too, because these relationships mean even more to me than any others in the world, right? So why wouldn't I take that and apply it to the nth degree and execute it the best I possibly can so that we can have more effective communication, stronger relationships, and actually be someone that our kids want to listen to and be the kind of, you know, be the positive influence positive and powerful influence that I hope to be in my kids' lives. Like this is, I've done it. And and the reason this is important to me and the reason why, you know, I am so dedicated and committed to it is because I've tried it the other way. And, you know, it's the way that everyone else around us does it, the way that I was raised with and seemed to work well enough, you know, but we just happened to run into a situation where, you know, our kids are very strong-willed and spirited, (laughs) and they're so unique and so, like, individually them that they just push back against that kind of overbearing, over-the-top, do-it-my-way, I'm the boss, I know best, you don't get, you know, that kind of approach where it's, like, more of a dictatorship. They just don't respond to that, and rightfully so. And it has taught me that, like, they, you know, I want to raise these strong, independent human beings who know their worth, who understand their value. Well, I need to show that to them. I need to treat them as if that's who they are so that they can grow into that. So those are the things that I've been learning. And Elisa today talked about some things that really just, even though she was talking about, like, gut health and hormones and nutrition, um, she just said some things about love, about connection, about stress and high-pressure tactics and you know, the pressure that we put on our kids and, and the things that it does for them that we think it's the best, but like it actually has negative effects and and just encourage us to, you know, do things through love, through connection and reduce the stress in their lives, in our lives, reduce the pressure. And that's so much what I'm trying to do right now um, as far as supporting parents, families and youth sports because our world the the world of competitive athletics is high pressure is it's competitive it's like there it's the nature of the beast right and yet we tend to like add to that rather than learn how to effectively navigate it so that we're not living in a state of stress and pressured out all the time so i hope to provide parents families coaches with just another way to look at it, like another option. Like we can do this so much better. We can do this in a way that's fun and enjoyable. And I totally believe that when we are engaged in activities that are fun and enjoyable and meaningful to us, the lessons are so deep and they last for a long time and they impact us for life, usually in the most positive ways possible. And so it is so important to me to try to help cultivate and help promote and help um, nurture those kinds of experiences for our kids in sports, in every area, really, but definitely in the sports world where it tends not to always be that way, right? But let's create these experiences that are fun, meaningful, and um, enjoyable for our kids. And also, this is such an extraordinarily fun journey. Like when you see your child go from just learning a sport to like rocking it and just, you know, killing it out there and enjoying 
all the fruits of their hard labor. Like, it's incredible. And so many parents aren't enjoying it to the fullest because they feel so much stress, stress and pressure. It's like stealing the joy from this journey. And that's, I, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> like, I want you guys to really embrace and savor the sweet spots and like really enjoy this journey with your kids because the time is limited, right? We don't just get to do this forever. And to see parents like just so stressed out and pressured out about it, like that just like I just want to take that off their shoulders. So I don't exactly know how to do that, but I'm doing everything I can to try to help you guys think about things in different ways so that that's not so much a factor that you're not carrying all this stress and pressure on your shoulders every single day when it comes to your kids and their journey and their sports and their academics and their their whole life, really. So, yeah, anyway, (laughs) it's amazing how all that came out of this one little Facebook Live that was done, right? So I'm going to do my best to get the link into this, um, into this, the show notes. But if you are listening right around this, today's May 3rd, 2018, if you are listening around this time, if you go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Coach Stacy, I shared the video, so it should be, you know, near the top-ish um, of Coach Jan and Elisa talking, and they kept it down to under an hour. I think it was only maybe like 40 minutes, if that, and um, good stuff. There's so much to dive into. There's so much more that, you know, we could talk about and so many different roads you could go down with what Elisa shared, um, but, you know... <laughs> She had she had other appointments to get to. We want to respect your time also. Probably just have to have her back again on another day. And um, Coach Jen and I are going to start putting the live videos back on the program podcast Facebook page and stream it from there. So if you haven't liked that page yet, it's called the program podcast. And um, we'll be putting up our live videos from there. We may change the schedule right now. It's Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. But that's, um, our schedules have changed a little bit, so we might, we might tweak that. Of course, we'll keep you updated with the changes and where you can find the videos and all that. If you are not on my email list, I'm also going to be sending out, you know, links to the videos after they're done and so on in case you missed them live so that you can catch them later. If you're not on that list, go to stacymohoy.com, click on newsletter, you can sign up, and then that way I can keep you posted with the latest going-ons and all these things that we've got going on, the podcast episodes, the Facebook Lives, new resources, new programs, you know, this and that, even old ones. There's so much stuff. I mean, I've been online for quite a long time, and I've just recently looked back through all the stuff that's been accumulated, and it's like, wow, there's so much stuff here. Like, I can, you know, I've really got to get back into just sharing more of those resources and um new you know new people if you're new to the podcast thank you so much if you're new to my facebook page or my website thank you so much for being here if you have been here for a long time i just i got people telling me like i've been a fan since all about fast pitch like if you're newer you don't even know what that is but that's the very first website i ever started was allaboutfastpitch.com that was like almost 14 years ago probably or something like that like over a decade and um, there's some people who knew me way back then and they're still around I am just so honored and so thankful um, that they're just still fans you know and they're still involved in the game and they're still involved in the esports community and they're still making a positive impact and it's just such an honor to be connected with you and I thank you so much for being here I appreciate your time and uh, I hope that 
you uh, <laughs> you've enjoyed the podcast so far, I try to put one out, new episode out each weekday and get more consistent with that. And uh, of course, you can connect with me on Twitter at Stacey Mahoy, on Instagram, also at Stacey Mahoy, at StaceyMahoy.com, the website. You can shoot me an email from there if you wish. And then I'm usually on Facebook. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me, Facebook Messenger. The Facebook page is at Facebook.com slash Coach Stacy. I look forward to seeing you around the interwebs since I'm in Hawaii and lots of, you know, you may not be. <laughs> but so many people find out I'm in Hawaii and they're like, I want to visit. So I'm really looking at trying to figure out and put together events here, like retreats or whatnot, so that you can actually come down, hang out, do some fun stuff, learn some things, share, share experiences, just have a great time and kind of take you out of your element a little bit and kind of just use that experience as a kind of like a refresher, rejuvenation, fill your cup up and then, you know, send you back to your life uh, so that you can have fun and kick butt like no other. So anyway, I'll, I'll keep you posted on that too. We got some stuff in the works and I really want to do that. I found some cool places where we could have some, you know, gatherings and so on and kind of like hang out for a couple of days and you know, get into the beauty of these islands. Like, I am always so thankful that I'm surrounded by such natural beauty because it really is something that um, helps keep me grounded. It's uplifting and definitely fills my cup. That and my family, best, you know, best stuff ever. So, anyway, thanks again for listening. I appreciate your time. Hope you're having a fabulous week. Come back for the next episode. And uh, if you've not, listen to all 50 some odd episodes that have been published so far go back you can access all the old ones too if you're on you know whether you're on apple Podcasts or anchor or google play and so so on and so forth i'm a little bit behind on actually getting all the episodes onto my website so these other places are probably better to like keep up to date and um, you can always go back to the old ones and kind of listen to some of those and i try to keep it short and sweet for most of the time except when like I'm interviewing somebody, then those might go a little bit longer. But for the most part, I try to uh, keep it short and sweet and to the point, and I'm somewhat rambling here. So <laughs> I will let you go, and uh, hope you have a good one. Bye-bye.